3: back with another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's a lakers snack pack everyone crunch crunch it's gerald glassford coming right back at you here for the lakers fast break pop culture cosmos where we cover the latest use and trends in pop culture each and every week twice a week wherever you get your podcasts daniel give me a shout out when you can lakers at yahoo.com i've got something i want to ask you an email when you get a chance please also as well, go ahead and make sure you cover me out at, at the Inside Sports Fantasy Football. We drop news on what's going on for Week Two in the NFL. So go ahead and check out our latest show, Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Also as well, Game Source, and of course what we do at the Pop Culture Cosmos. Also of course, you know our good friend Joe Soro, aka Ox1947. Hopefully he'll be on his way. Go ahead and check him out today at LakersBall.com. Plus, you know, he owns a great company that you got to go ahead and support. And that is Symblades. Symblades with a Y.com. Our good friends, Laker Tom and Jamie Sweet. They are currently in the planning stages and finalizing a time for tomorrow. So hopefully we will get you a Lakerholic spotlight. Maybe it'll be on Jared Vanderbilt. Cha-ching! And his new extension, so to speak. They may have thoughts on that, plus what's going on with the Lakers as we get closer and closer to training camp. You can go ahead and check out what they're talking about, though, on a regular basis at Lakerholics.com. Jamie Sweet with those five things, and of course, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there, Laker Tom. Go ahead and support them today at Lakerholics.com. Our good friend, Empire Jeff TV, he's been on the show now several times. Always great to have him here. Please go ahead and check him out today at Empire Jeff TV. Had a great crowd last night. Go ahead and support him. Hopefully, we can go ahead and combine our audiences a little bit more so we can go ahead and get that great crossover from both our great channels. Go ahead and subscribe to him at Empire Jeff TV. Also, our good friend John McCalion, he had another good stream earlier this week. He is on the way to losing 130 pounds. He's 70 down and he's looking to get 60 more down by october 31st So go ahead and check out his progress plus some great conversation right there at john mccalian also today go ahead and make sure you check us out each and every time out because we've got later tonight a team preview of the houston rockets so go ahead and check out what we're doing today with frank from the rocket chop shop that's coming up at 7 p.m pacific right here for you at the lakers fast break and please subscribe today to go ahead and get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers Fast Break podcast. Well, the news came very early this morning, and I was kind of surprised that no one in our Lakers Fast Break contingent wanted to get up early in the morning and talk about it because maybe it just went under the radar for them. But I posted it out there, so if they wanted to go ahead and talk about it, they could. But you know what? We're doing it now. As Jared Vanderbilt gets a four-year, $48 million exception as far as his contract extension, so to speak. So he gets a four-year, $48 million extension on top of his last year on his current contract, Correct. which he would have been a free agent after this season. So Lakers needed to hurry up and decide whether they wanted to go ahead and extend his contract. And they it looks like they did with an agreement on a four-year, $48 million extension. And here today to talk about that, to see if it's something that we should have done, could have done, ended up doing, and if Jared Vanderbilt will fulfill that four-year, $48 million extension, although the last year is a player option. Great guys indeed. First man here, first man indeed. It is the man behind his five things articles at Lakerholics.com. It is Jamie sweet. Jamie, I'm hoping you're okay. Uh, glad to see you up and about. Uh, maybe if, you know, your next argument with Laker Tom will hit you like a Mack truck, pardon the pun. But uh, your thoughts on Jared Vanderbilt, A.K. Laker Tom's Dallas trade target, getting, well, actually, he got the Brinks truck backed up to him, as we say on the show here. And he got a 48 million dollar extension
0: yeah first off i want to answer blue magic camping was great uh i feel fine gerald thank you I, i think i was probably one of the luckier people to have ever been in a car accident so uh be safe everyone drive 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 intelligently just you know don't be don't be dumb um anyway i'm doing well uh and already (laughs) <laughs> yes, I know tears of joy. tell Tom had a r- ridiculous trade proposal. It's
3: Pong, Joe. Can't you read? Yeah, P. I, I, P. I. I, yes. I, th-
0: I think that you know. I, I think this is a great deal for both sides. You
3: own a company. Read. <laughs> uh. What?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw. Uh, I just uh, Just. Oh, that's a good one, Joe. That's a good one. Anyway, I just wanted to say that I think it's a great deal for both Jared Vanderbilt and the Lakers. Uh, I am a big proponent of Jared Vanderbilt on the team, um, and I think this just shows that the Lakers believe in him as much as he seems to have believed in himself. Uh, you know, it's you, a lot of people want to make the argument that, you know, He was played off the court by the middle of the Golden State Warriors series. And that was because they ran him around 8,000 screens to get Steph free. And rather than do that to him, they switched to a switch-everything offense. Lonnie Walker had a ridiculous fourth quarter in Game 3 that saved, or Game 4, rather, that saved Game 4. And we were able to move on from that series. And then people try to ding him for not stopping Jokic, neglecting that Anthony Davis couldn't stop Jokic. Bam out of bio. Couldn't stop Jokic. Nobody nobody was stopping Jokic last year. So that's not a knock on Jared Vanderbilt. That's a knock on the NBA. <laughs> that's a knock on anybody not named Nikola Jokovic, uh, Jokic. So uh, that those, and then the other thing people like to knock Jared Vanderbilt is that he can't shoot threes. And I can think of a bevy of, of NBA players that have had a tremendous impact on the game and on winning that can't hit threes, but I can name a lot of guys who can hit threes that have not had a tremendous impact on winning and tremendous impact on the NBA. And so give me a guy like Jerry Vanderbilt on the team every time out, all season long, every game for 20 to 25 minutes, and you're going to get positive results on both ends of the court because he's an underrated passer and playmaker. Um, For a guy his size, he doesn't handle the ball much. He still averages as close to five assists a game. Uh, which is not, in my opinion, to be overlooked. Um, and I, you know, I think he's probably going to continue to add to his game. He's only 24, 25, something like that. He's still pretty young, and didn't really get good developmental minutes up until he became a Laker. So, and we saw what he was able to do with his current skill set with a with a defined role. So, if he is able to reprise, just even if he's just able to reprise the role that he had last season, which is which was instrumental. And even getting us to the playoffs—that everybody then likes to ding him for—because <laughs> we don't have Jared Vanderbilt playing at the level he was playing at last season after the trading deadline. We don't get to the playoffs. It's—it's a—it's—it doesn't happen. It does not happen. So, um, yes, I did mean Jokic. But anyway, I—I I, I think it's great. Um, and yes, this will make him uh, a more uh, a viable potential trade. Including including, in including him in a trade going forward, uh, I, I don't sure, know
3: because that four years is kind of uh two three. This is actually a three plus one, it's, but it's only it's, twelve. It's only twelve million a season. It's not forty eight million. Yeah, that's true. And it it's well, it's the mid level now. It'll be below mid level by the time yeah, in, that in two, third this, and fourth this year. This deal is going to look
0: like a six million, eight million dollar deal uh, to salary cap people. So it's, I think it's. Including the Lakers. I think it's getting a solid player on a fair contract to both parties. I don't think they're over or underpaying him. And I think it's, you know, this is probably this. I've not been a big fan of the clutch relationship. This is one of the few times where I feel like it really has worked out in the Lakers favor in that we got a player that we wanted here, wanted to be here and on a pretty fair deal Um you know, he, he's, he's it, and nobody's going to like this comparison because everybody likes to ding this guy too, but I always loved him as a player, much so as a coach. And he kind of reminds me of a better version of Luke Walton where, like, does he do anything well? I, I, I don't know that he does, but he does a lot of things really good. And he's a team-first guy. And those those are valuable commodities on a basketball team when you have possession sponges like AD and LeBron. Uh, You need guys who don't care about their numbers and just want to see that W in in the right column. And that's, in my opinion, that's what Jared Vanderbilt brings to the team. I I think that this also will make minutes for Christian Wood potentially advantage because if the Lakers are invested to this degree in Vando, before we've even seen anybody play on the court together, that's already, in my opinion, putting wood behind the eight ball a little bit. At least in terms of who's going to be given, you know, penciled in for minutes when camp starts.
3: Once again, it is. Oh my gosh, our chat with Joe, of course, leading the way. Once again, it is the Lakers Joe's fast break. fashion fatigue tonight. He is on point with his fashion. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, no, but okay, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is, of course, the extension the four-year extension three plus one i'll say because of three years plus a player option Uh, we'll see if that's taken up on the last year of a contract of that contract 48 million dollars in total value by jared Vanderbilt. but but also here today good man indeed he's the man man from toronto he did get out of toronto traffic to go ahead and talk about jared vanderbilt's extension it is the magic man sean grice and magic man great to have you here Looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this. While I do not share the kind of enthusiasm Jamie has uh, in regards to him being able to guard Nikola Jokic, uh, doesn't matter how tall he is, he is nowhere near as strong as even Rui Hashimura, So I, I don't even think that he would last ten minutes guarding Jokic. Vanderbilt can guard. It was a it was
2: it was brought up in the chat. I didn't even bring it up. I'm I think Jamie mentioned brought, it
3: offhandedly yeah. in in first, so it, it got picked up on. So, you know, it, yeah, he mentioned it as first. I don't think that would happen, but he can guard, what, let's say 85% of the players out there in the NBA well enough to the point where can't Gerald, Gerald,
2: Gerald, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How do you think Dikembe Mutombo did guarding Shaq in 2001? Well, we saw that. We saw how that happened, yeah. So you know, let's be let's be honest here, right? I, I mean, I'm not comparing Jokic to Shaq, but I'm just saying that's that's the comparison I I, I would use. This is a great deal for both for both for both parties. I, I'm I'm I, I don't like that I don't like that uh, I don't know I don't like it's that. Just, uh, you know, I'm not on okay. You made that you made that you made that constipation face. Great,
3: because <laughs> I'm not. It's it again. I have even said and I've been stated like I, I mentioned to Darren earlier, you know, this month that if he's not starting, I don't know where he fits on the team. I really don't if he's not starting because LeBron cannot play threes. So Vanderbilt is versatile enough that he can go play, you know, for anywhere. He can play on defense anybody spot up on anybody 1 to 4 uh with a, with a certain number of fives. Not Jokic of course, but a certain number of fives. Offensively, you know, it's where the problem lies for me. And I, although I'm not ready to jettison him out like Tom was at the drop of a hat for Christian Wood, who we got anyways, right? Which caused a major major uh, malfunction in the world of Lakerholics. I am saying that, you know, I am concerned. He is not aggressive at all. He actually gets petrified when he goes to the basket. You know, a la Ben Simmons, and his outside shooting. He, if he could just be anywhere near 35%, I think that's what I'm looking for. It's what I'm asking for. If he could be at 35%. How
2: dare you, Gerald? How dare you? I I don't think Jared Vanderbilt would Duck have a dunk called s- Trey Young. How no. dare you? How no, dare see, you see, say you that? Seen, That's Blasphemous. What? That disagree. that
3: he has uh been afraid to go to the basket oh, like told,
2: Simmons. Maybe he, yeah, maybe he's got maybe he's got butter, but chicken grease on his hands. No doubt well, about yeah, you're that. You're not
3: helping the cause either when you say
2: that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my!
3: But but my goodness, it's like you're getting I on mean, my case. Well, you don't hold on. this. You're getting on my case because I'm saying he's a very tentative individual going to the basket, and then you come on and say, wow. Well, he's got chicken grease on his hands. It's just because he's, you know, yeah. But you compared the to Ben
2: Simmons. Well, they're both
3: They're both very. Yeah, that's an
2: insult.
3: They're both very petrified of going to the basket.
0: Listen, no, I disagree. Like Tom tried to come at me with the same line last week, and I, if you look up his shot chart, if you go to, if you go and look at his career shot chart, the dude finishes at like sixty-seven, sixty-nine percent in the painted area. That's – and he doesn't – does he force his own shot? No, but he doesn't shy away from shots. Is he, you know, the most athletic 6'8", 6'10"? Well, well Joe right seen? below
3: has already stated that in the first place as well, that he's kind of shy going to the basket. Joe almost here as I well. I disagree with those. Back. I disagree. I mean, listen, he may
0: have so, started to so freeze Ger- up a little bit in so, the playoffs. So, Gerald, but,
2: if, 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 if uh, things went yeah. the way Tom wanted them to, okay – Okay. You would have Christian Wood on a one-year vet minimum contract. Meanwhile, the Dallas Mavericks would have signed Jared Vanderbilt to a four-year $48 I didn't 48 say trade-up. Did I, I preface the conversation? Uh, I said Tom, not yeah. Gerald. Yeah. I said Tom. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break.
3: Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I don't feel like that people have done that as much, especially with this international release. You can get it out there right now.
2: I know you can get it out there, but it, it feels like this time last year, people have just been like, oh, You here can you get the cell phone you know. version
3: that was taped somewhere where it's like, <laughs> You know, shell shaky has some dude or some family that's walking right in front of you as they're finding their seat with the popcorn already in hand. That that version is already available. Yeah, but I mean like... With a mono sound. There you go. Oh, God. Yeah, that's that's the worst part. You only get sound on the left yeah. ear, not the right ear. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. You can find that version already if you really want to. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. I said if you don't start, Jared, because of what he brings for you defensively and yes as Joe mocks me again if he doesn't bring for you that defensively you know where do you put him as far as coming off the bench because coming off the bench him playing defense against second team players just not as effective you've got to have him going ahead to see if he can put the clamp down on the first team players that's out there because that's what he truly brings as far as you said he's not he's he's not a he's a jack of all trades a master of none I disagree with you he is a good very good one-on-one defensive player getting through screens is still very difficult for him as we saw in the playoffs but playing one-on-one defense is what he can do but also here today i want to hear his feedback as well on this extension is joe Sorrow mocking me as he always does call, lakers mm-hmm. sorry
0: <laughs> you might have chicken grease on his hands for different reasons though. no mine i
1: i got nice moisturizer on my face so okay yeah. well
3: I- I thought I'd I thought I'd model Sean's uh, goatee there for once, but Joe, uh, you have also been, you know, uh, noted uh, his offensive deficiencies, and I know Kurt Affair says, you know, go ahead and prop him up for his defense. And again, I am propping him up for his defense. I think his defense is better than what Jamie Sweet says. I think it's at elite level when it comes to one-on-one man-on-man defense. That's not being going through screens. That's just playing up on the ball. Point. On point defense, but when it comes to offense, Joe, you and I share some similar concerns.
1: Yes, uh, his inability to hit a layup at six nine now apparently listed at six ten is <clears throat> when you miss layups. Uh, I don't think it's the it's a analytical statistic, at least from what I've read, that's calculated. But when when Russell Westbrook was doing his thing every time someone would get all giddy about how he did something amazing, I would automatically see three bad plays after that. So I was always wondering how three bad plays cancels out one good play. Jared Vanderbilt is not in any way near the negative that that Russell Westbrook was as a Laker. But what happens is if you're making a great defensive play and then... Let's just say you get the ball under the basket and you miss the layup. Oh man! Well, what usually happens when you miss a layup? The other team Not scores. That.
3: Yeah. The other team goes on transition. And- so yeah.
1: when you, I, I bet you, if you had some analytical data on that, you could probably start putting a percentage there and making it a stat now. In the in the positive with the signing is maybe the Lakers saw some improvement this summer. That's what what is being hinted upon. So if that's the case, then we can't come sit here and just what what the hell's going on until we actually see what's going on. And I think that's important. I think it's important that we we allow the process, not the process of the Philadelphia seventy sixers. That <laughs> process is sewage. We're talking about common sense, uh, positive, negative result, process, right? Like you see something positive, yes, good. Oh negative, no, bad. Easy, right? Um, <clears throat> so I'm, 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 I'm. My initial reaction to the signing was, huh? I didn't see that coming. What yeah. did Vanderbilt do? That was my first reaction what did Jared do this summer? It wasn't like, really? Well, also didn't get us excited because... remember Remember when Schroeder got his contract? Yeah. Okay, my first reaction, and I've said this to my wife for years, I said, I don't go off what you say when I tell you something that you weren't expecting. I go off your facial reaction the second I tell you. That tells me exactly what you think about it. So, in the same realm of this, when Schroeder got his four-year, $84 million contract, I was like, what? Like, and they're not in a good way. With Jared, I'm like, hmm, is he hitting his threes in the summer? I know it's practice. I know it's Yeah, it's off-season. still got to go ahead and shoot them in the we game. still got to, you know, prepare. Or did, so, or did he add muscle? Well, we know he grew. Apparently, mm-hmm. he grew an inch. <laughs> now... The thing I used to notice with Jared when when uh, he would miss those shots is after he'd miss a shot that he should have had, he had that look of like this every time something didn't go right. You could tell he was checked out. That's something that's not good, which is what happened after the Gold State Series. He was checked out because he just could not be productive the way he wanted to. So my hope is that uh, come playoff, let's say, because I know the regular season is regular season. I think we'll be fine then. But come playoff time when he's really got to put that thing down and hopefully give us a little bit of a reason. I think that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Can you give us a little bit of a reason, 09? Oh, Just a little bit of it. That would be good. I, I said
3: 35 percent from the corners. If he could shoot 35 he's not from the gonna corners, he's not going to shoot
1: 35. He's not going
3: to shoot enough from the three
0: point no. line.
1: Exactly. No, the, 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 right. he has he to be. A lot defensive. of
3: comes into play.
1: He's got to make those layups. He's got to get yeah. that pick yeah. and roll, something going on, putbacks. Yeah. He's got to be the energy guy. Right. He's got to be the guy that's, right. you know. And I say a reason, not from three. I'm talking about is his impact.
2: I agree. I think. Uh, Gerald, um, outside of Anthony Davis, who's the best player on the Lakers that boxes out? And if you don't say Jared Vanderbilt, you're full of it.
3: Well, <laughs> again in the NBA,
2: literally. Well, that's important. That's, that's <laughs> kind of important. We were we were a porous we were a porous we're rebounding talking about, team. Uh, okay, we LeBron's boxing out is just... Yeah, he's just looking up. That's all you yeah. can do now. That's, That's most now. NBA
3: players these days. It's so frustrating. But yes, yeah, but e- even I
2: see. even with even without this gain like, muscle and this inch, he was still able to box out players that were taller than him. And he, I'm going to I'm, gonna, it's
3: I'm about, just going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm not to disagree with you guys. I'm just saying I'm kind of on the fence because of the fact that you know you you're, you're t- signing him to at least. Well, if you include this year, four years, because we'll see what he does in the last year of the contract, okay? The thing is, it's a mid-level right now. It'll be below mid-level by the time the contract ends, as far as value is concerned. It'll be just below mid-level at that point in time. When it comes to what he does on on the team, I think you have to start him. I really think you have to start him in in order to go ahead and get his – Maximal maximum usefulness. I know alan said in the playoffs uh, that he is someone as a specialist you can't play. I disagree because remember the playoffs are all about matchups, and yep. matchups you might need a specialist. And in the series against Memphis and in the series against Golden State for the first half of it, he was extremely effective as a specialist for special spots.
2: So, so there's there, there's, a say, there's a saying there's a saying, right, um yes. Now, but, uh, they fe- you, now they
3: now they figured them out. Golden State did, and Denver did, and you saw what happened there. But go ahead, Sean.
2: Yeah, no, Gerald. I was I was gonna say there's there's a saying, um. The best players sometimes don't always show up in the stat sheet, but they always show up on film, and that's him. Yeah, he. That's an excellent point. I mean, Jeff, how many minutes did Jeff Green average in the playoffs for den for Denver, Gerald? He averaged a little little less than 25 and he he averaged less than uh 10 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. He was like 8 3 and and 4 I think around there. But the minutes he he was on there, they trusted him with Jokic out there, they trusted him with Bruce Brown and Jamal Murray. And that's the kind of guy you win titles with. Okay, well I'm just I'm just saying again I'm not I mean, disagree with you. My, Miami Miami wouldn't have Miami wouldn't have two championships right now if it wasn't for Udonis Haslam. He okay. was their third best player in the 06 finals and he's the reason why it took, why they didn't uh why the Mavs didn't take them to seven games. He was a monster in that series. He was also he was also helpful uh, during the first go around and that's another guy who doesn't show up on the stat sheet. So just because somebody isn't boo- isn't bougie on uh, on the box on the box score doesn't mean they're not bougie in film, and everybody could see it.
3: And uh, you know what, Alan is you know despite the fact he's been in the in the chat so far a lot of negatives towards uh, Jared Vanderbilt, he even he sees how much effort he gives in the regular season and in every single game he plays. Jamie Sweet and I'm again. Uh, I really think that we'll see whether or not this is going to be a a great deal for the Lakers or be just an okay deal or be something that maybe they'll have to get rid of at some point in time. But again, at $12 million a year, it's right now at the mid-level, but will get declining value over time. So that, again, it's it's not going to kill the Lakers either which way, and it could be something the Lakers could use in a non-Laker Tom approved trade down the road. I think every trade is Laker Tom approved.
0: Uh, he's he's addicted to trades, as Magic Man said in the chat, which killed me.
3: I, I, but that, he is not available for trade this season. It's a six month trade, uh uh high high is he cannot be traded for next six months. So that's that essentially what, wipes so, him out this season.
0: It this it's not about this season and the only trading piece we really have this season is is D I I think that this – listen, I think that everybody's brought up good points. I mean, we we all saw how Jared Vanderbilt impacted the team in the regular season. We saw how he was, you know, instrumental in helping, you know, make sure the plucky Memphis Grizzlies didn't have a plucky first-round playoff series. Mm -hmm. And let's not forget that he was also helpful in getting us through – uh, the play-in game, and one play-in game as opposed to having to play two, which I thought was great for LeBron and AD. And, the, and then his shortcomings are well-documented as well. And this is one of the things that I thought Joe made a great point on. You know, you can't ding a guy over the summer for what he did last year when you know that he's a hard worker, when you, when you know he's not one of those guys who takes the summer off and sits around with his thumb up his butt, wondering where his paycheck is going to come from when he's one of those guys that's in the lab putting, putting work in. And we know that outside of his trip to Japan that uh, Vando has been around the team and been around the coaches all summer long for the most part. So I think that let's, in terms of his on-court impact, we're going to have to have a little bit of a wait and see. We all wondered what this Laker team could have been with the new guys with a full training camp. We're going to get a chance to see that now. You have to imagine that if the Lakers invested in him this much, it came with the blessing of Darvin Ham on some on some level, and that that means that I think you're right. I, I have him penciled in uh, as uh, the only guy who I see beating Vando out of a starting spot is Hayes. There's no world that I see Christian Wood beating either player out for the starting power forward or five spot. Well, we know how negative you are on Christian Wood. Listen, listen. I, I, I look at him as a as a volume shooter. I didn't say a volume scorer. He's a volume shooter. He shoots a lot, and you're going to need that on the nights when AD and or LeBron rest. He is going to fill the Thomas Bryant role that Thomas Bryant got annoyed with last season, and we'll see if Christian Wood gets annoyed with that role this season. And that's that's a that's enough. I'm hoping that we get the the most mature version that any team has ever gotten of Christian Wood, because that bodes well for him. Uh, Most of all, if he can go through a whole season without upsetting the apple cart, without pissing the coaching staff off and still having an impact on winning in a way that he's never been able to prove that he does, that'll build well for that's like Malik Monk level, you know, contract, maybe a little less next season and not a vet minimum. At the very least he'll get an MLE for some, from somebody, but if, you know, he gets waived, or cut, because he's a malcontent, you could probably say that Christian Wood is done in the NBA uh, for anything less than the vet minimum for a couple of seasons, uh, till he hits 30-31, and then he'll just be done altogether. And and it's going to come down to his defense. If he can play something approaching average defense and still have an impact scoring. But I mean, I have Hachimura ahead of Wood on my depth chart. I have Prince ahead of Wood on my depth chart. I, I think all those guys are gonna see more four time than Christian Wood is. And the role that I expect to see Wood have is breaking case of glass when one of the big guys sits out. And you want somebody who's just gonna shoot. You don't want somebody who's gonna think about, oh, should I shoot the ball or not? It's too late. You already blew it. Guys like Christian Wood definitely have a place in the NBA, but he's as much as specialty player as everybody wants to peg Vando as. Uh, it's just that it's not on the right side of the court to impact winning there's plenty of guys like i said there's plenty of guys who like to shoot threes that don't have a positive impact on winning that don't have a positive impact on the team there are very very few guys who play hard defense that don't find roles on teams and that's because it's what we're talking about the the fundamental things that people don't choose to do in professional sports like box out we were all making fun of it in the chat but like it's true (laughs) It's absolutely true. Fundamentals wins games. And we saw Vando's impact with that during the regular season. And like just said, we have to hope that he's added something to his game, whether it's finishing better at the rim, whether it's a mid range pick and pop that just allows him to score from 15, 20 feet out. And Gerald, maybe it's even a 35% corner three point percentage on 1.3 attempts per game. But you know, whatever that ends up being, whatever that improvement ends up being, I think the real thing here is that I'm excited about personally is that this signals a return to team building and not star chasing. This signals, Hey, we believe in this core guys that got something done and we're willing to invest in all of them. And maybe that investment pans out and maybe it doesn't, but I would rather see this than, a Russell Westbrook trade any day or like a, you know, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a moonbeam chance and a black hole that Giannis is going to get traded for by anything the Lakers have. It's just, there's just too many teams with better trade packages that it won't matter to the bucks. It'll be like Dame. It'll be like James. He might say, and I think to be honest, that Giannis would be classier about it, that he wouldn't just say, trade me to one team he would say here's like five teams that i wouldn't mind going to and let's just let's just make this amicable and and you know let's move on i gotta go get some uh i gotta go get some falafel and that's that's what i think is the best part about this deal is that maybe vando you know is and i do think he starts i think he starts and that means ad starts at the five which i think is great for ad (laughs) i think it's great for the lakers so that's my personal opinion on the deal. I, I I think that the encore product will obviously have to wait. We just have to hope that, you know, like we've all been saying, that we, he's bringing a little something extra to the game.
3: Once again, it is a four-year extension for Jared Vanderbilt. We're here at Lakers Fast Break talking about it right now, along with Jamie Sweet from Lakerholics.com, Magic Man, Sean Grice, and Joe Soro. Joe, uh, I wanted to ask you this, my friend. When it comes to... Jared, I mean, you share a lot of the same concerns, as I said earlier, when it uh, also means that that you're also, of course, thinking that he needs to go ahead and play contributing factor now that he's being paid and compensated more for it. What are your thoughts on where Jared lies in the rotation and how much of a contribution he needs to make
1: his most valuable uh, production will be likely as a starter. I'd say at its highest. I just don't know how yet. I have to see how these guys play at training camp. So let's say he does. Let's say he earns the starting spot. He's supposed to be the guy that guards the three and D's, right? The prime three and D's.
3: Or could be just like a specialty deal like he was, remember when he was guarding John Moran.
1: Right. Uh, and then you're going to have to decide on how you're going to want to set up the the team. From from my perspective, it's likely going to be that he's going to be playing the power forward position. So that means AD is going to start at the five. So you have AD at the five. You have Vando at the four, and then you have Rui at the three, with Austin at the at the two, and LeBron at the one, with D- D'Lo coming off the bench.
3: Really. Wow, uh,
1: so you won't have any shooting,
3: though. I would think. I think they're actually going to start off with D'Lo, and then Rui if you have that down. lineup,
1: that's the lineup I think that would work best for him. So,
3: oh, well, maybe during the course of the game that might be plus yeah. minus wise. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I, I'd say what they start off with probably would be D'Lo as a starter initially.
1: And we're gonna have to see how that plays out. I don't. I. I don't know if Vando coming off the bench yet. I don't know how that will work.
3: That's where I I think is he a microwave
1: type guy? Can he come in and just sustain leads in the second quarter and in the fourth quarters by his stealthy defense and energy plays? Really, ultimately, that's what we need. And then as as the year progresses, we we would want him to be more of a our 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 stopper or defensive specialist, basically. But so, that, But but this is the NBA in 2023, 2024 doesn't allow you to just be one guy. If that helped 100% of the time, I think the Celtics would have won a championship. But right now with Marcus Smart, you guys saw what happened with the, with the, with the Celtics the last few years. As good as Marcus Smart was on defense because his inefficiencies on offense were not were highlighted, they couldn't really get beyond relying on Jalen and Jason to score. If, if J- Jalen and Jason couldn't score, the team was toast. And they, they kept talking about Horford this, Horford that. I'm like, Horford's 400 years old. You can't expect him. This guy's been going downhill for five years. So um, someone finally said, I, 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 I'm pretty certain after that Clippers reneged trade, I can tell someone in Boston said, fine, Marcus has to go. We have to get a third guy here, otherwise we're screwed. And a third guy that can score. Vanderbilt can't score according to his current career statistics. He's going to have to at least score the garbage points now instead of missing those points. Shooting threes, if he hits one a game, we're in good shape. If you're expecting him to hit three or four, good luck. It's not going to happen. Um, could happen, but I don't know, not likely. Uh, so it's, ai am I'm, I'm still good. I'm still riding the fact that they saw something this summer that warranted this. I don't think it has anything to do with signing them to, to have a, even more assets in a trade. I don't, I don't know if that makes any sense after this year, if it was this year, it'd be a different story, but this contract doesn't start until next year. So I don't know what that, I mean, I guess maybe they could be looking in the future, but, um, or They could be trying to motivate them because it
3: does limit them as far as the possibilities of having a larger contract available to them next year by what they signed yeah. Jared. they're
1: they're what the, what the old adage is. They're all they they they're putting all their chips in here. They they want everyone mentally focused. They they overpaid Rui a little bit to get him to hey Rui, we believe in you. We're going to pay you a little bit more money. Austin, hey Austin, you went out and you did your your tour and what's what came back well this is what came back okay we'll give you that everybody got taken care of ad got his extension everyone got their money okay rob and Jeannie sat there and said probably said this all right guys we are going to compensate everyone we're going to make you feel good we're going to not make you think about things we're not going to have any drama do your thing now now that we've taken care of you I mean, this just, just adds more to the fact that we've been talking about this this summer. It's going to come down to Darvin Ham's rotations and the players executing. We cannot blame Rob and Genie anymore. They have done everything to set the table for this team to succeed. The only thing that could be just a bummer is, is if LeBron or AD have a major injury. At that point, it's just... You might as well just call yourself a Jets fan at that point. That's what that would be.
3: <laughs> We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Insights Force Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Magic Man Joe Soro and Jamie Sweet. We're talking the four-year extension that was just signed and agreed upon, or at least it was agreed upon today. Earlier today, as reported on by Sham Sharani of The Athletic, to jared vanderbilt four-year extension worth up to 48 million dollars provided he picks up the last year of his contract because the last year is a player option and magic man what i want to talk to you is about the minutes per game because the minutes per game he's about 24 minutes what he averaged last year but in the playoffs it was less sometimes considerably less and if you have an individual that you're now paying at around let's say the mid-level let's just call it the mid-level for right about now your thoughts on someone that has to go ahead and now contribute at that level now more pressures on him to contribute. Do you think he can become more than just a specialty player, as what has been mentioned by Alan and by others in the in the chat room, and being a strong contributor on a playoff-bound team?
2: Well, so to, uh, those are two distinctly different questions. Ah, uh, the last part, of course. Yes, he can be. As far as an expanded role, I don't think so. But that's like ninety percent of guys in the end. Because he was
3: down to sometimes like ten minutes, ten minutes a game. Minutes a game. I, yeah, yeah,
2: it's true. We saw it. I mean, Gerald, we were watching all the games together. We watched them on playback. We watched I saw less, yeah, and, less and, and, and less, less and less and less. Yeah. We saw that, especially in the playoffs. I think he's a he's a specialty guy. Uh, there's something wrong with that. You need you need specialty uh, cooks in a kitchen. Sometimes you need uh, a, an orthopedic surgeon in, in, on your staff. Like, well, because like I
3: said, the playoffs are about matchups. Yeah, and you throw You're the right. You're going to need somebody like that.
2: Yeah, exactly. Who takes so, advantage?
3: So when they figure out Vando, you got to have something on the back end. So when they start figuring out Vando, what else are you going to throw that up next? That might be different. That might gain you a continual advantage.
2: Yeah, it's. Uh, I think uh, obviously, Gerald, with the kind of versatility that Ham has now, you kind of have to sort of look at what he's trying to look to. It's like a Chinese finger trap. It's, it's like. It, it, you know, hey uh, yo, I almost feel like Bando, dude, where he
3: ben... puts
0: the
2: hand yeah. in
3: his box in the box and, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you know. I have a question for everybody. Had we managed to get past Denver, who do you think would have been guarding Jimmy Butler?
3: oh it would have been him. At least where they would have started with him. But, yes. but, that, anyway. but this is but this but this is my point. He's they probably would have thrown Rui, they probably would have thrown the kitchen sink at Jimmy Butler. And as
0: well as they should have.
3: And this is, this is, this is the whole point. The Lakers now have a guy
0: that you can put into that. It's like Sean said, sometimes you need a great guy for the sauce. Sometimes in the kitchen, you also need an orthopedic surgeon, evidently. And, you know, that's fine. If people's feet are breaking in the earth, like I, I think that, I think that, you know, we're the length of the deal, I think is to, I think like Joe said, Everybody should be coming into camp with a, with a chill mentality, man. Like you don't got to worry about balling out this season to get that next deal. The deal is done. You're good. You're a millionaire many times over. You're going to have money. You're going to, if you're smart, you're going to be able to take care of you and your family for many, many, many years to come. And you'll never have to work a normal job ever again, unless you want to be a TNT broadcaster and you can you know you can string six words together in a f- complete sentence. And after this season, along with guys like, uh, you know, we all we're all assuming Reeves is going to play great, right? Because of Team USA and his deal. But like not you really. know, a, a lot of people are. Maybe not all of us here, but a lot of people are like, well, he's the second coming of whoever. And I'm like, well, let's see how he does with. The response—he wasn't the starter to come out yes. the door. Yeah, I,
2: look, he was the fifth Beatle in uh, in the Philippines, no question about it. But you was the,
0: i don't know. I thought it was Rainbow.
2: Yeah, he was like—I, <laughs> I, I, you know, that hair—that haircut was made for that band, by the and way.
0: And listen, the fifth Beatle is Billy Preston, who's a legend. <laughs> <for the band. laughs> Is, uh, a, is a legend enough, in his enough.
2: own right. So let's not fair go. Let's not go. Fair genuine. enough. But like he was, you know, they treated him like he was Elvis over there, Jamie. And no, I you know. know. And that
0: won't happen here. He'll be, he'll be, he'll definitely be the fourth, third, look. Or fourth he was trail.
2: a, he was a big fish in a small pond over there. Let's be yes. honest.
0: Agreed. So, I totally agree. So, so now he's back
2: to LA and hopefully he's back to his normal self, right? Like I want to be a big fish in a small pond. I want him to be
0: the best fish he can be. Uh, mainly because I love the band fish. Uh, and <laughs> I got Joe to look up. I think Joe's doing Sudoku right now too. Yeah. Uh, something is, uh, uh, working with that chicken grease. Um, I, I think that, I just think that this is a, hey, a Jamie, really, yes.
2: Yako Pastorius is the greatest bass player that ever lived. And he used chicken grease every time.
0: I don't, I will not disagree with any of the things you just said. Okay. Um, um, I just think it's a really fair deal. I can't, I can't really get too into this, to the weeds about uh, what, uh, you know, what his role be. I expect, I kind of think 25 minutes a game is like right in the, right in the wheelhouse for an energy guy, right? Like you don't want a guy, you know, burning out. You don't want, if your energy guy burns out <laughs> halfway through the season, cause you're running him into the ground, you know, like Pat Riley did, Michael Cooper. Then you you know you gotta question the mentality of why you have the guy in the first place, and I think Darvin Ham used him perfectly when he became a Laker, and I kind of just expect that to continue to happen in the playoff uh, in the regular season, and the playoffs, we'll see. You know, it's matchup based anyway. Some guys don't really play, some guys get an opportunity when they weren't playing, and that's the beauty of the playoffs. But the thing about the playoffs is you're not guaranteed. You got to get there first. And Vando was a key member of getting us there. And so I think that I don't think this is a reward for that. I think this is a reward based on hard work and what they've seen him putting in over the summer. I I, I I think it's a great deal in terms of its fairness. I don't know if it'll end up being a bargain and that like, you know, it becomes this magical 20 point per game
2: score and averages 10 boards a game. I don't see that happening. See, see here's what I don't understand about this situation. Mm-hmm. He made, he made the Lakers defense better. And that was when Anthony Davis was already on the goddamn team. Yep. And now Christian Wood, who's got awful at defense might play with Jared Vanderbilt and he will make him better defensively. I like, I, I I don't see why everybody can't see this is kind of like killing two birds with one stone here. I hope that Wood and Vando get some time together, they should. I mean, he's proven he can play with uh, a five that could shoot the three or just someone think of like Jared Anthony Vanderbilt Davis. and
3: Christian Wood would come together in like a machine, and we could. Just we go all ahead wanted, and
0: you know, what, though we all player. wanted to see Thomas Bryant and AD play together, and we never saw it. It never happened. We all. Well, they were. It made-
2: they were both. They were both five. So Jamie, let's be honest. They were both five.
0: Uh, no. Nah. Thomas Bryant's yeah. an oversized, undersized five, oversized four. You could play
3: him at the four
0: or eight.
2: He he's, he's a five,
3: but you could play AB at the before four
0: before the then. knee injury.
2: Before the knee injury, uh,
1: th- Thomas Bryant wasn't known as a guy who could play defense anywhere. Or lift, and when or you, lift
2: his feet off the ground.
1: Yeah, he he, he
2: and that
3: ACL injury. He's a
1: toe walker. Down here further, he's a toe walker. He has no base lift. at all. How are you supposed to be laterally quick? or efficient if you can't move
2: like Frankenstein.
1: He can't. He can't, not with this elite. You're talking about basketball players are as athletic as soccer players in terms of being able to stop, go, move, lateral, for forward, back. I mean you're you're talking about freaks of nature that that you don't just find on, on on you know on the street every day. These guys are freakishly athletic and on top of that the game has revolved around that athleticism even more and supported it and and, and you you know this because you can't hit anybody anymore so imagine imagine having someone like I don't know Allen Iverson playing right now he might have averaged 40 points a game
3: oh yeah well I'll tell you what though to close it out as far as our conversation again uh, you know I just want to go it looks like Magic Man and Jamie have overwhelmingly decided that it's going to be a great deal. Tom, Laker Tom, just discarding the fact that, you know, he cannot be traded for this season. Immediately, his response this morning was fair number for Vando, although that race, although the race could increase his possibility of being traded. It's just like you ignore these simple facts, Tom. We love you, but come on. Come on. By the way, he ignored the fact that the time that you requested for tomorrow. So please email him back to correct him on that. It's so funny okay. because you requested two times, and he decided to go ahead and choose another time of his own.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't see. Think, what I time? I think Tom what,
1: needs a new name, guys. What,
0: what time? What time did he choose?
3: 10 a.m. As opposed uh, I'll to. Be on, remember,
0: I'll, I'll, I'll be on my way to get a haircut. So.
3: Yeah, I'll tell. remind and a, and a beard, him. And a beard,
0: and a beard trim.
3: Yeah, I'll remind him 9 a.m. I think his 8 new
1: 8. Nickname, 8. nickname should be Trade Machine.
3: Or, or let's or let's do it later. Let's do it. We can do it later. It'll be easier for me later.
0: Earlier, um, I'll, Trade
1: I'll, Machine I'll, I'll Wong. Uh, I'll, <laughs> oh. I'll,
3: I'll I'll see if I can ask him to get him in to do that. But uh, I'll, I'll
2: Trade I'll, Machine. I'll, I'll text him. I, I'm not saying I
3: think the deal's bad. I think no the more Laker
1: bad. Tom. I'm
2: even just a Trade he, Machine.
1: Trade Machine Wong this is his new a
3: Trade Machine. Even if he. Uh, even if he fizzles out as a starter and he goes to the bench and he plays less and less times, it gets hidden on the bench. You know, it's a deal. Like, like we said, that it's, it is three years essentially with a fourth year player option. I know that uh, what Jim power Jeff said that if you take a look at it, it's basically a five-year deal. If you include this upcoming one for about yep. 10 and a half million yep. average, average salary, which is, which again is, is below mid-level value for a guy that, that can actually that, really, that's,
2: yeah, that's less than 12 million a year.
3: And it's yeah. for a guy that can really, is he's on the fringe. He's on the fringe of really, really becoming a great rotational player for the Lakers and a key to a championship Whoa. run or Jared, someone let me- who could go the other way. But I'm, I'm hopeful that you least you give him a try. That's why I think you need to start him to see what you got and to see how good it looks because it looked good in the latter half of last season. Sean.
2: Yeah, absolutely drilled. And I mean, if Vando just uh, if he improves a little bit offensively, you so saw what the New York Knicks gave Josh Hart. I mean, if you if you have some semblance of an offensive game, you get twenty million a year now in the NBA. So okay, I think well, he's just got. I think he's just got to work on what he does best. Good, better. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan always said this after almost every interview he gave on national television when somebody asked him about. Uh, how he's improving. Good, better, best. My good can be better. My better can always be my best. Always. I think Vanderbilt has that same mentality.
3: Uh, again, I'm not going to disagree with you one way or the other, but it's just you understand my hesitation, and you understand 100%. Joe's hesitation when it comes to the offensive side of things. And while it's not Ben Simmons 100%, he does have those hesitations. Joe and I saw this. You guys saw this when, as far as getting to the basket, taking the ball to the basket. Those That's hesitations it. and and fears he has to alleviate to an extent in order to become a viable option on the offensive end. and be, Otherwise, they're just going to shrink the lane even more and make things harder for, for the rest of the team. And he comes out of the game, and you don't get the usefulness from him that you need. He needs to just be adequate. If he could just be adequate on the offensive end, I think that would really help out the Lakers. But Joe, uh, any final thoughts on this, my friend, before we head on out?
1: I'm ready for the season to start.
3: Yes. You and I both. Absolutely, absolutely. We're we're in the true dog
0: days. I,
1: I know, I know. We're a show where we're supposed to talk, mm-hmm. but at this point, it's it's like watching uh, paint dry. No, it's worse.
3: Fake grass grow.
1: Yes, <laughs> there it's you like go. watching fake grass grow.
3: And you see a lot of fake grass because see you're at least at- paint
1: dries. You could literally watch paint that's dry. That's
3: right. You but, can, it does. That's true. It does do something.
1: Right. And so.
3: nobody knows fake grass better than Simblades. Simblades with the Y.com. No one knows fake better than Simblades. Simblades with the Y.com. <laughs> Magic Man, on that note, what have you oh got coming God. up for us? My friends.
2: Yeah, we're going to be talking to uh, a <laughs> special guest, uh, Frank from uh, the Rockets Chop Shop. Great YouTube channel. So it's yeah,
3: really highly populated. Uh, and he's been all over. I've seen his work on Bleacher Report and other he's sites. On Bleacher uh,
2: Report, he's, he's a hard worker, Jamie, despite your reaction there. No,
3: I was
0: thinking the Rockets have a whole bunch of issues coming their way once the uh, regulars. Oh, we'll comes.
3: be
2: talking about it because yeah, I, 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 it, I, yeah. I let him know I, it was, it was trying, on the I'm menu. Not trying to
0: dis- I'm not disparaging your guest. I'm, I'm, I'm foreseeing a year, a season of pain for uh, Fred Van Fleet.
2: <laughs> and Dylan Brooks
0: well whatever that guy brings his pain with him he's like Captain Kirk
2: I need my pain I need it
0: I need my pain I can't function without it He'll, he'll be. you know what though Dylan Brooks will be and, and Canada will be able to live on his performance in the FIBA World Cup for the rest of his life uh, and you know yeah he's making a he's making a little bit more than Vandal Oh, money, oh so he's
2: oh, oh, Jamie Jamie it, oh, yeah, it was quite a, bit it more. was a great it was a great feat but the next time he's in the club and we see him he's still paying for his own drinks
0: Oh yeah Oh yeah No yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> If yeah. you if got we, the gold that would have been something <laughs> different Better
0: but. be paying for everybody's drinks with that contract guy
2: well, I'll tell you what though, a uh,
3: lot to look forward to. A lot of questions we want to ask. Break down the youth movement. Break down the very <laughs> exorbitant signings, and break down, of course, what happened with uh, you know what as far as the uh, latest allegations. And uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, Kevin uh, Porter Jr.'s his really is his career is just no more derailed, and how that's going to affect the Rockets because the Rockets are rumored now to be trying to ship him out. Uh, for some draft picks for you know, whatnot so trying to see if they can get rid of him off their team. So yeah, ask, we'll see ask, what ask, happens.
0: Ask, ask Mitch Cupjack how well that works when you got a guy uh, under <laughs>
3: well, Bridges was Bridges was on the it was an unrestricted free agent. The actually restricted, he, restricted. you don't think they oh, tried to trade him you're right you, you don't think they were
0: you don't think they would have entertained trade pro- proposals for him all year long? Okay.
1: Can, can I can I say something about this? This has been gnawing at me, but I've never had a, a, a I never really went all the way with it. Can the NBA or any of these leagues can they really put in a legitimate conduct? Conduct. They,
2: are, they already have Joe.
1: No, I, I know, but I, what I'm saying is, I mean a complete forgiveness severance. I don't know how else to whatever what what to call. It. Like, look, let's say this guy got type. Player A does this to get kicked out. Okay. He's done. He's gone. Like he's never coming back. And he's making $20 million a year. Okay. Part of that contract, it's all been done by the CBA. Everybody's happy, everybody gets it, blah, blah, blah. That 20 million gets removed from the cap. That's it. It's done. Like you guys are not responsible to pay this person and you don't have the cap. All this, all these issues. And then we, as a, as a fan media are like, Oh, Oh, so still, as long as you're still talented, you still have a shot. What do you want them to do? They can't get rid of the, the, like they have to run a business and you're not letting them you're You're, you're, taking care of the problem. You're suspending, You're getting rid of these guys, but you're not taking care of the main issue because in some writing on the CBA says, well, it's guaranteed money. Um, Look, hey, if you're caught doing what Porter did and Urias did, dude, there is no like, ooh, is he getting scammed? This is like a 100%. You should be forgiven for that cap and – not be punished for it, and the yeah. media and the players, or I should say, the fans, should not be all. Oh my God, what are you guys doing? Trade like the first reactions I saw were, what? Who the hell is going to trade for poor? Are, are you guys stupid? Like, do you not understand what's going on? What they're right. trying to do? So I think that the, the leagues, if anything, someone needs to suggest that they need a, a a severance clause in there. You do something heinous like this, and it's a hundred percent like it's not yeah. just allegations and if you settle because you don't want to have whatever hey i don't care whatever it is okay you got yourself in that mo- that that situation yep this thing needs to be taken care of from the team side and that's it and 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 you can't you know you, you got to let these guys run a business here you can't expect these teams to be babysitters this whole home- whole moral ground of oh i can't believe they did this i'm like what do you want jerry jones and and the the all these guys to do to be around every guy at every minute of the day no <laughs> no i'm sorry I'm, we're not doing that I, I i i know if i was an or i'm like look man i'm here to run a, a business okay yeah some people do make stupid mistakes what do you want me to do about it but i gotta run a business oh
3: man well, I'll tell you what though a lot to think about uh, but before we head an out one last shot on uh what Darren uh, thank you so much for the super chat with LeBron AR and Delo starting having a, a d- defense with them on the floor having a defensive minded player with them might be the right move uh, again that's why I have them on the starting lineup is because you know we've seen Delo uh we've seen the fact that leBron is now 38 closing it on 39 and Austin Reeves on one-on-one setting team defense Austin Reeves is very good at what he does we've seen him hustle we see him go through screens and uh, we've seen him go ahead and cut off passing lanes etc cetera, etc cetera. but one-on-one defense is an issue for AR and D'Lo. no question about it LeBron you really don't want him chasing down threes at all so Vando has to be the right or has to be the answer at least to start off with, in my opinion at the 3 and if you, if he's if he's going to exceed on that contract it has to be as a starter. I don't think he'll be very good playing off the bench. I just don't, I, I, I have to see it to believe it to see he'll be a consistent player off the bench. Uh, so I really would probably have him in the starting lineup just for those reasons. And in a playoff setting, when it comes down to it, one-on-one defense isolation, so you could have those issues. So definitely looking forward to seeing what uh, what Vando can do in that. But guys, Jared Vanderbilt, a whole lot richer. The Lakers backed up the Brinks truck for him and gave him some money today. Four years, $48 million. Last year is a player option. Uh, we'll see what happens. He is not eligible for a trade for six months. So just want to go ahead and mention that as well. So Laker Tom, slow up on the trades for Vando as far as that's concerned.
1: But- it's not Laker Tom anymore. It's trade machine.
3: Trade machine Tom, there you go. Well, he still probably likes.
1: Well, him. I like trade it. machine Wong. Uh,
3: you go ahead and tell him that so, it's going to be
0: too. It's going to be too close to trade machine. Wong. Uh, he
3: he doesn't He's like gonna... it when you go. Yeah, he doesn't like the. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like it when you go ahead and mess with his last name. Yeah, I just rather leave well, it on. Go... What's yeah. Tom going to
1: do? Beat me up? Uh, <laughs> he, he he might try to. He gets crazy so. If We could just up. be
3: respectful I
1: beat of our up fellow panel kids yes got right, joe, man. To... Don't,
2: don't implicate yeah. yourself <laughs> on, like, let's, already just, have...
3: let's just uh let's just move on out let's move that was a heart joke heart.
1: folks i've never hit children i've never hit old people uh, i don't know
0: if i believe that joe i just don't know if i can believe no
1: that. no well, no come it's...
0: on iron side
2: you want to long, long,
1: long story short i made an old man cry one time for insulting me and I've yeah. never ever done anything public loud again since. Well, that's it was uh, his fault. It was his fault. But and I yelled back at him, and he started crying. I didn't touch him. He, he just started crying like a kid. I was like, well, let's
3: just keep it at Laker Tom. Let's keep it at Laker. Yeah,
1: Tom. yeah, yeah.
3: But yeah. what? again, it, it is the Lakers fast break. We <laughs> check out Jamie Sweet today at five things. On, of course,
1: like how about Laker Pong? Pong? What? You know, because his shirt
3: oh boy i'd like to warn this like five times and now he noticed notices on the show well i'll tell you what though great having everyone here thanks so much trade laker tom uh, he's eligible to be traded so we'll see what happens there but once again it's lakers fast break we truly appreciate you joining us thank you darren for the super chat we'll be back talking the houston rockets we thank you for being part of the best lakers chat room that's out there and the best lakers show that's out there right here at the Lakers fast break podcasts.